Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome back. This is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu. Our next guest is Nsiki Biele. She studied winemaking at the University of Stellenbosch before she began her career at Stella Kaya Winery as a junior winemaker. And then she moved into the head winemaker role. She was recognized as South Africa's first black head winemaker. Biele has founded her own wine company, Aslina Wines, and that she did in 2017. She joins me on the line now. Thank you so much for joining me in Siki. Thank you very much for having me, Smitra, and good evening to the listeners. So, as our woman on the move, tell me, I mean, you know, getting into wine, we know is, uh, you know, uh, I, I see a lot more women getting into the wine industry, but it's not necessarily easy. It's quite difficult. I mean, there's a lot of learning that goes into it. Tell me how you, I mean, was this a passion for you? Um, because you did uh, study it. Um, did you always know that you wanted to get into it? No, I didn't know that I wanted to get, I actually didn't even know there was wine. I didn't know that wine existed. As far as wine was concerned for me, it was ciders. I knew that hunters and crossbows were wine, so there was no way I would have been interested. So through the scholarship from South African Airways, that's how I landed up in the wine industry. So it was something that basically landed on me and I saw an opportunity to study. In terms of growing and getting passionate about wine, it only happened when I was working as a student um, at Delheim Wines. Uh, I was working with the winemaker there, Philip Constantius. Most passionate person I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He was very excited at during harvest and the first tank for pressing was his tank. It was just like you could see the passion in him. And I remember thinking to myself, I just I want to be like this toy maker. I just want to go back. I mean, you said you got a scholarship from South African Airways. Yes. I didn't even know that they gave out scholarships and for the wine industry. Or do you just... Yes, so what is happening is that um, um, SAA serves South African wine only on the, ah, on the airline. Yes. So... Um, there was a need, obviously, for diversity in the industry. And so when, so SAA decided then that as the wineries submit their wines on, uh, for competition, mm-hmm. the money that was basically collected from that, and they were added with it and top it up to get scholarships for people of color to come into the industry because the industry was just not diverse at all. Okay, yeah, I see. Very important. So now you, uh, thank you for um, just clarifying that. Uh, you know, it's very interesting. Every time we talk about SA, we're talking about their debt and whether they're still going to fly. <laughs> not the good stuff they've done. And yeah, and not the fact that, you know, they were looking at this and, and, and giving opportunities to people like yourselves. So, yes. Siki, tell me now, you started your own wine company. I mean, Learning it and having the passion and understanding it is one thing, but actually starting a business is a bigger thing. So how did you actually, you know, get all of that together? Was that always the plan after you, you know, you found your passion in in winemaking? So starting my own own business was always a plan. Mm -hmm. As much as I didn't know what my business was going to be. I remember when I was a student, I used to, oh, there was a point where I got all excited while I was working as a, as a student at the tasting room. And I was like, okay, Devin doesn't, I'm from KwaZulu-Natal, Devin doesn't have a tasting room facility. I'm going to start one day. And I already had the venue and I could see where it was going to be. 
and I knew that I was going to talk to the wineries because I already had met people, built relationships. And then I realized, because I'm a student, I was like, oh, damn, I don't have money. Um, so it's Something that most of us deal with, yes. So I was like, yeah, I don't have money. Oh, yeah, let me continue studying, actually, because yeah. that's why I'm here. So when I started working at Stilica, I knew that I'm working towards building my business. So that was like... Um, something that I knew. And so um, I was actually even happier because even when I was applying for jobs, I knew that I wanted to work in a small company so that I could work in all aspects of the business. And that's what exa- that's exactly what I got. I worked in all aspects of the business uh, from the vineyards to the market, um, travel, meeting people, building, you know, building bridges, if I were to mm-hmm. call it that way. Um, so when it was basically progression, so when the time came, then I basically stepped out. Um, but for that to happen, I remember I met, um, I remember speaking to, I spoke to my boss, it was in 2011, and I said to him, I want to start my own, my own brand. And he's like, oh, well, all winemakers do that, so you can do that. Uh, so because I have that opportunity to do it while I was still working. And while I was doing that, I met an importer from the U.S., um, and she was like, she was actually planning, she was trying to get a winemaker to do a collaboration with an American winemaker. If I was interested, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, of course. So I collaborated with an American winemaker and the money that came out of the two collaborations we did, that's how I started Aslina. And um, again, I, like, it's, it's one of those things that everything I knew that this is what I want to do. I had a plan. Yeah. So and I knew that when I start my company, it's gonna be named after my grandmother, because she she was my pillar. She represented mm. everything that I knew, every beauty, and she represented love for me. So Aslina Wines was born in 27. It's um, it, it's just about three years old. Tell me which part of um, of the industry are you in? Are you actually making the wines? Do you have a farm? Um, where does well, what does Aslina Wines cover? So we do not have vineyards. We do not have a cellar. So I rent a cellar facility. So I work, my, make my wine at a winery. So I've been making wine in different wine cellars, um, but I finally, like recently, actually collaborated and confirmed with Delhan that actually I can use their facility as a home, as a base. So basically my wine, I make the bottle, like we're busy prepping for bottling now. Um, we just bottled Sauvignon Blanc 2020, mm-hmm. and we're going to be bottling the 2020 Chardonnay. Um, I'm going to be blending the Cabernet Sauvignon and the Bordeaux blend um, next week. Um, so just to do the small blending before I can actually do the big blends. So that's where basically we are. We're still renting the facility by grapes, make the wine for everything which is just outsourced. Oh my God, it sounds so yummy. I, I love wine and I haven't actually had a lot in the last couple of months. Of course, we've had the lockdown issue. How did you manage? I did say, I was saying 2017, not no, not. What, what, what is that saying, Spamandla? <laughs> 27. Okay, it's 2017. So how did you manage? I mean, you know, you're just three years old. How did you get through this lockdown period? Yes, so actually, even though the business was launched in 2017, I can say, we started in 2016, mm-hmm. but launched it officially in 2017 when we were like, okay, now we're fully getting onto the business. Um, with my business, we're about 85% exports. And so, um, 
That's quite when substantial. Sorry? That's quite substantial. Did you say 85% export? Yes, 85%. We basically started outside. Mm. We didn't start locally. Um, but the reason for starting outside was more based on the fact that we did not have the infrastructure. We didn't have, you know, just to make sure... Uh, we can sell the wine to a restaurant and make sure the restaurant or the wine shop or the a person at the end can get their wine at the time they need to get. We didn't have that structure. Mm-hmm. So it was easy to start with the export uh, for me, but also I already had people um, out of the country who were saying, we are waiting for your wine. So it, it was easier to do that. Uh, so hence our growth outside has been big. But uh, with the lockdown, obviously, we had planned, we had a budget that we were going to grow the business in terms of sale with 40%, and we uh, we landed up at 20%, which is, I'm going to say, it's still great, you know. So, um, so yeah, so that, that's basically what happened. But at the same time, I would like to say thank you to the community, the Aslima gang. Like, locally, um, we didn't have many people buying our wines, but we managed to get a lot of people who were supportive and it showed that people have been watching and they were like, are you okay? Can we buy now and we'll deliver whenever the lockdown mm-hmm. is over? Are you managing um, with the cash flow and all that? And that was, that, that was really, really amazing for the great support uh, from home. I think it's amazing that you managed to get, uh, uh, you know, you got through this uh, lockdown, you held strong and the business is still going. We wish you all the luck in the future and hopefully one day we are going to um, get a taste of Aslina wines. Uh, and Siki, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Thank you for being our woman on the move. And Siki Biele um, is the founder of Aslina Wines. Coming up next, I'm talking to Vumile Msweli and we're talking about becoming a thought leader in your industry. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.